This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, it, it wasn't as bad uh, from a score standpoint that I thought, but I mean, look, it, it was a, a typical expectations, right? Um, horrible passing game. Offensive line's not good. Weird coaching decisions. Um, but, you know, the defense played well enough, you know, despite being, what, minus three in turnovers because of the offense. Yeah. Well enough to, <laughs> Chris, well enough to win, right? Like yeah, 21 absolutely. points to Dallas. Yep. I mean, you watch Glennon, and we all knew it. You just watch Glennon play, and you're like, this is, this is terrible. Um, so from the offensive side of the ball, um, I guess it was what is what was expected, although they did run the ball pretty well. It's just, Chris, I, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words, man. It is what it is right now. I don't even know what else to say. It just is what it is. Well, you know, recapping the game, it's, uh, like you said, the defense did enough, man. I mean, yeah. Dallas has 70 plays, only 328 yards. Uh, they average in 29 a game. They, you know, obviously hold them to 21, get three sacks. Lorenzo Carter, um, <laughs> Comes out of nowhere, has a really good game. You know, the offense turns it over four times, you know, and Dallas kicks a few field goals, one touchdown. But look, the defense, you know, even on the, the defensive, you know, they play, I guess, you know, they basically held Dak to a dink and dunk quarterback. Yeah. Their biggest splash play, they didn't even have a, you know, I consider a splash play 20 plus yards. They didn't even have one. Their yeah. longest play was 19. Yeah. Zeke was really no factor. Pollard had a nice couple of nice runs. Um, and the defense got some pressure, and like I said, you know, CD Lamb and a couple of drops really wasn't much of a factor. Schultz was the one that hurt him, yeah, with some third down conversions, you know. Yeah. But look, Lennon Williams said it after the game, man. He says, Look, look, we know we have to dominate to win. Basically, yeah. what he's saying is that our offense sucks, and we're gonna have to hold opponents to six points or eight points. And they're not that type of defense, Jerry. They're not a dominant defense, <laughs> right? Where you could rely on them to hold the team to 10 points or 13 points, and you might get out of you know. Yeah. Even that would have been a win yesterday, but you know, you're trying to hold them down and hopefully the offense does something. So it's it's a total shit show on the offensive side of the ball. Um I thought the run could have been there. But you know, if anybody's wondering, like if Freddie Kitchens, oh wow, you know, you know, it was all Garrett, and no, not Freddie will turn this around. You know, I mean, I think we're getting our answer on Freddie Kitchens too. Okay. Right. Like enough. You know, uh, some of his play calling yesterday. Like, what are you doing? I mean, yeah. even to even consider Mike Lennon. On that quarter, on that fourth down play, the guy's not athletic. Right. I mean, you know, you're running the ball. You got Booker's getting seven a pop, and even Barkley's doing a couple of things. And to even consider Glenn in there it was the most idiotic call I've ever seen. The guy, Glenn, just like collapsed. You saw him, Jerry. Like yes. he just, he's not athletic at all. That's bad coaching. Yeah. That's not knowing your personnel. Right. I'm sorry. That's bad, bad coaching. For for a coaching staff that loves to go around saying, "Oh, we know every detail." You know, and all that. Keep the ball in Glennon's hands. I mean, what what brain surgery came up with that? Like, hey, if, all right, listen, uh, fourth, and, you know, we're gonna you know, fourth and uh, one, a fourth and a half a yard, um, and we're gonna go for it, Freddie. Uh, you know, we'll consider this quarterback sneak. We might because he's six eight. Well, that goes to show you six eight don't mean shit in this league. That's exactly it's, why they did it too, Chris. You know? That's exactly yeah. why. Yeah, you know, and, and and you know, and, and, oh well, you know what? All he has to do is fall forward or just leap forward. Well, he's not athletic. He 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 probably has done it about twice in his career. I don't know, but you know, you saw it yesterday. 
That's a bad coaching decision. If you want, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Joe Judge is riverboat Joe Judge, and he's going for everything in his own territory. Okay, okay. I mean, that just totally, by the way, contradicts everything you did the whole year and a half as a coach, by the way, right? Contradicts everything. Now you want to go for it in your own territory because you're feeling the pressure of being too conservative. That's what that's about. Stop the analytics bullshit and all that, you know. Well, uh, now, you know, we have nothing to play for. You haven't had anything to play for for the last seven games. And with a defense right, that so. is holding their own, right? If the, if the excuse right. from Judge was, well, I believe in my offense because my defense can't stop these guys, I, I, I see the, okay, that makes sense. But doing it yesterday was like, oh, all of a sudden you're, you're, the, fourth, you're the fourth down guy now? Okay, thanks, Joe. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you always talk about field position and your your faith, your defense, you hold them and this and that. So now all of a sudden, you know, you're going for it on your own. Okay, so forget about that. Obviously, he's folding to the pressure. You know, now he's going to go for everything in his own territory. All right. Right. So, okay. All right. Uh, But I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Do I agree with those second time going for it and, you know, you're basically sealing the game? No. But the play call is what you have the problem with. All right. So do me a favor, guys. All right, if you're going to go for it in your own territory, put the ball in somebody's hands. Yeah, put it in, put it in Devontae Booker's hands, who ran better than Saquon yesterday, but yep. you still gave the ball. You put, but the detail-oriented coach who never misses anything decides to give the ball to uh, Saquon more than Booker, who was getting seemed like he was getting twenty a pop, nine point right? I mean, three yards a carry, and he gave it to Barkley yeah. almost double. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Barkley's a better talent, but you know what? You want to pride yourself in. Knowing what's going on during the course of a game, I got every detail covered. I'm going to try to act like I'm Belichick and McDaniels. I know everything that's going on. I know every ant in the stadium. I know every wind direction. I know every this. I listen. I could talk a great game. I'll tell you about it. You know what I mean? But here we are. Booker's having a better game than Saquon. So let's so let's give the ball to Saquon more than Booker. I, I mean, you can't make this up. And you want a prime example of it? Yes, Jerry. I'll give you a prime example of good coaching. Yesterday in the Miami Jet game, Brian Flores saw Duke Johnson who's got about 80 yards in the last two years, literally, he's, who came off the practice squad, who's been in that, you know, he's, his kid has yeah. been, hasn't been a feature back in his whole career in Cleveland here. But Brian Flores saw he had the hot hand against the Jets right. yesterday and stuck with him, and he gained 100 yards. Right. There's no egos. You keep your ego at the door, whatever it might be. You know, okay, well, we got Barkley, and he's running pretty good. I like the way Saquon was running at times. But, but you know what? When you look at Booker and you see him busting chunks, you say to yourself, Hey, 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 Freddie, Freddie, stick with Devontae because you know what? He's he's you know, he's got the hot hand here. But no, but no. The, 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 this crack staff of we invented the game of football. I know every detail. Oh, uh, you know, and this and that. I know, believe me, I know. You know what I mean? No. And they keep it with Mike Glennon. Cowboys laugh. You saw the Cowboys. They'll laugh at all game. McCarthy's laughing on the McCarthy's sideline. McCarthy's a terrible coach, guys, and he's laughing on the he's sideline. He's laughing. He's yawning. yawning. The fans are chanting. Jerry Jones is going like this in the booth. He's yeah. he's he's egging on the fans. I mean, it's an absolute embarrassment to the organization. Tre- Trevon Diggs is like waving the fans like he's egging them on. Yeah. Uh, he After the game, he said, yes, yeah, felt like a home game for us. I mean, can, can you get any more embarrassing in this organization right now? Any more embarrassing? Okay, I'm afraid to I'm afraid to answer it because I, I don't know. I, I would I we do this every week, twice a week, and I said this morning I'm not going to say this is the low point, but but that's how I felt when that game ended. I thought, you know, a guy Joe Judge is doing himself no favors, no favors anymore. Um, yeah, Chris, 
How do you why can't we get, Chris, Chris, why can't we get plays in either? Like, uh, come on, guys. We don't have an ex- this exotic offense where it should take so long to get a damn play in. That's embarrassing. It's just the same stuff you see week after. We had another 12 men on a field defense. Uh, you know, wasting time out because of personnel. I mean, this is just bad coaching. I mean, sticking bro. with Mike Glennon that long. Come on, I mean, Joe. come on. I mean, this you know, I mean, Glennon, I mean, you know, so, uh, you know, you're sticking with Glennon. He's obviously, he's, you know, he, we know why he's a backup quarterback. He's playing absolutely horrible. Okay. Um, Terrible. Uh, and then, you know what? Give, get, get from in there early. Try to give him a little bit of a punch in the arm. You know, that's what he did at the end. Uh, look, look, I mean, if, if from, doesn't start Sunday, Jerry. Judge should be fine. Yeah, I agree. On the spot because the team is horrific on the ground. What's the point? Uh, you know what? Get from the, get get the kid in there. He moved the ball a little bit. Now I know Dallas went soft at that last drive to the end, but still, at least the kid gave a little energy. But there was a spark and there was a command a of the spark. offense. You could feel it. You could. Yeah. Like you said, what do you say? He knows sixty percent of the playbook. He looked better than Glennon. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's you know, he a good some, arm. He made some throws outside the <laughs> numbers. He made some decent throws. You know, until the end, they they didn't anyway after. But you know what? Give the kid a shot. He gave him a little shot. So that's a bad move by Judge. He was asked, you know, why didn't you go early? Well, we want to give a few more to Glennon. Like, like Joe, what are you looking at with Glennon here, man? So just get the kid, get the kid in there. See if he could have stole a game for me. If he could, if he could have gave you that like Mike White spark. And by the know, way, like, by the way, real quick on 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 um, from, you know, Galladay's been an, a massive, massive disappointment. But Chris Fromm threw the only ball to Galladay all season where I right. saw he gave Galladay a chance to catch it. No, <laughs> right? Yeah, did he not? We're, right. Like J- Jones didn't throw it like that. Neither did Glennon. But he threw it shorter. Now maybe his arm isn't that great. Whatever. But he gave Galladay a chance to catch it. And I thought, oh, we finally threw the ball up to where you know these 50-50 balls that we were talking about all offseason. We our third string quarterback finally threw that ball up and he caught it. So yeah, yeah, and he tried another chance, another shot too. He tried it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, so the offense is a disaster. Look, the pass pro was actually, you know, not as bad, not not that bad again. Yeah. You know, Lawrence did some things. They lined them up with a Will and Anders. That was their strategy. Will oh, and Anders oh, just, oh. I mean, Will and Anders is just horrific right You've now. You've said mean, it just, over and over again. He cannot pick up a twist or a stunt. Oh yeah, my God, it's I mean, embarrassing. It, you know, it, so uh, Matt Pert was, you know, he actually Matt Pert wasn't that bad. He came, he played like the last five series. He gave, you know, all of a sudden Judge went, went with him. Yeah, it was the and, and this the, is uh, what I don't get again, Jerry. Yeah, it's the false starts, that's all. This is yeah, I mean that's inexcusable. Um but this is what I don't get again, Jerry. Yeah. Like he plays like the last five series, right? right. So why not just start him, dude? Why, why don't you just play him? No, you're right. If you're gonna play him that many snaps, last five series, just play the kid. Just start him. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, what are no we like, it makes no sense, you know? Yeah. I, I don't even understand his the line of thinking anymore, Judge. It's yeah. it's it seems to be kind of all over the place. Yeah. And then he does that yesterday where he brings in from, like you said, brings Pert in the last five. It's like, well, you know, the, the season's been lost for about three weeks now, Joe. What, 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 why not sooner to see what we have with these guys? I don't get it. Yeah. And, and you know what, Jerry? You know, you, you, you go in this offseason and you let Colt McCoy walk. And nobody's saying Colt McCoy is anything special. But you let him walk because you feel – you're going to upgrade this backup quarterback position. And you go out and you go up Mike Lennon. Dude, that's not an upgrade. No, it's He's not terrible. an upgrade over Colt. Colt McCoy is Colt McCoy. But Colt McCoy could at least – look, he has his issues, an arm and all. But you know what, dude? Colt McCoy is not going to look like that, dude. 
Banks I'm said sorry. It. Banks He's said it in the post game. Banks. Banks said exactly what you're saying in the post game. Did he? He said you don't. I, I, folks, I promise you, I did not hear anything about Banks. He said he, he didn't bring up McCoy, but he said Glennon does not have to be the reason they win, but he cannot be the reason they lose. Right. And McCoy would not have been the reason they lost. Right. Right. There it so, is. You know, Joe Judge went. You know, he went to uh, everybody in this offseason and says we're going to upgrade this uh, because uh, you know the Giants kind of like McCoy in the building. They kind of like McCoy to kind of manage a game. But Joe, I think I invented football because I was around Belichick and Saban. Judge um, decided, no, nah, no, nah, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to go with Colt. We're going to go with Mike Lennon. And you see that's thrown up. You know, you see it. This is the same coaching staff and the same general manager also told the fans that, hey, we're good with the offensive line. Oh, oh so now you look at this and you say, okay, head coach and personnel. And we all know about that one. Forget about the ex-general manager. But you look at it and you and you say, "Hey guys, what you know? What are we looking at here? When you're judging talent, what are we looking at? When you look, Mike Glenn, you know, Mike Glenn has got nine million minutes on tape, like Colt McCoy does. So when you're looking at these two and saying hey, we're going to upgrade, you're you're actually telling us that Mike Glennon is an upgrade over Colt McCoy, and they're both backup quarterbacks. I get it, but like you said, Jerry, that bank said after the game that you know you really don't want your backup coming in and." Losing the game for you, too. Right. You want him to manage somewhat. And I thought Colt McCoy was a much better game manager than Mike Glennon ever was. And you see yesterday, Glennon, he's making, like, rookie mistakes. Running, his running, left. running left, throwing across his body yeah. like, like he's like he's Patrick Mahomes. Come on. I mean, I mean, Come on. you know, Trevin Diggs has... Uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor Diggs has two, 10 interceptions this year, two against the Giants, two, like, that me and you could have had. You oh, know what I mean? Easy, easy one. I mean, that second know, one was so I, easy. I mean... You know, you can't just do that. And he's a ball hockey, and you're throwing it his side. He's just throwing it up there like like this is a flag football game with your friends. I mean, are you kidding me? Chris, before we go on, guys, I got to tell you about the Knuckleheads podcast. It brings on some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. The hosts are former NBA players Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. They are in their seventh season of doing the podcast. The guests this season include Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Sue Bird, and DeMar DeRozan. Veterans Richardson and Miles are lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. Listen in as they invite special guests, high profile athletes, musicians, and entertainers to get brutally honest about everything from current events to untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. Named for the on court celebration they made wildly popular, this unfiltered, hilarious, and surprising podcast is like playing NBA 2K with no fouls. That's the Knuckleheads podcast, guys. But yeah, dude, um, back to your point with Glennon. I mean, you just can't believe a veteran like this is making these kind of errors. And you just, like you said, why not, why not just try from earlier? Um, but, you know, man, I'm, I'm tired of talking about Glennon. Like, I'm, I'm sick of talking about Mike Glennon. And we always say, like, you know, you watch these games and how excited can you get? And then the second you know Mike Glennon's playing, the, the, what we're up against with Dallas, it's like, man, this is – Kevin Gleason wrote a column in last Giant Insider, if you guys didn't see it. Since it's one thing to be bad. The Giants are boring now, too. And that is that is horrible. That's that's like we're the Jets, right? Like you turn on the Giants, there's nothing to watch right now. I mean, I you know, the average fan's not gonna look for Quincy Roche to see what he can do, right? Or uh, you know, Aziz Ojolari. I mean, you know, Tony's not playing. Like you turn on the Giants and it's this is a boring, boring experience every Sunday. And you know, you, you hope some of these guys can come back, but we are we are in such shambles right now as an organization, Chris. This yeah. season for me, 
don't know for you. This season can't end fast enough, dude. It oh. really can't. Well, I think I think you represent the fan base right there. Oh Jerry. God, man! I don't think there's any question about. It. Matter of fact, Jerry, you know, I, you know, looking at Twitter, I said, "Don't again." There was a few people tweeting saying, "Hey, Chris, thanks for the update because I'm not watching." <laughs> did you see that, Jerry? I, I there did, was like there was yeah. people saying, "Hey, Chris, thanks for keeping me updated because I refuse to watch the game." Yeah, that's what that's where this organization's at. It's insane. You know? Yeah. Um, because there's really nothing. Like you said, Jerry, it's not like you have a rookie Lawrence Taylor out there. Say, okay, well, I'm going to watch because of this guy. You know, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. And that, and that's what we did in '81 because the Giants were bad, but you had Lawrence, and you said, okay, well, I'm watching every game because of this guy. You know, no, and, and, he the the <laughs> and he and he wants to go into the playoffs. You know, right, it's right, like right. you know, but after the '80s season, it's like okay, well, uh, then this happened. You know, but so there's not like you don't have that. A franchise quarterback, a rookie like a Dan Marino, say, okay, we're going to be bad, but we're going to watch because of Dan Marino because he's our right. franchise. No, there's really nothing there. No. Nobody's watching for Barkley anymore. That's over with. You know, no. uh, there's nothing there. I got to ask know? you a question. You said before about Booker. He doesn't he, isn't he running harder than Barkley, too, Chris? Am I, am I being too hard on Barkley? Well, look, I think Barkley's rounded back. I think Barkley's there now. I think Barkley's back where he wants to be. I, I like the way Barkley ran yesterday. Okay. Now, he's always going to do his. Dance a few times at the line of scrimmage. That's Saquon, and, and that can't happen. But that's Saquon, Jerry. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, look, Book is just more of a straight-ahead runner. But I like the way Barkley ran at times yesterday. I thought he ran pretty hard at times. He was actually carrying a pile a few times. He's hitting a few times. But then he, it's just not consistent. Like, then he looks at that, you know, he dances, he does that big thing. And at the line, he does that little dance. And, and Book is more of a straight-ahead. And Book, look, the bottom line right now, Jerry, is that Book is running better than Saquon. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He is running, but I like the way Saquon looked. Okay. I, you know, um, I think I actually put it. I thought Saquon was going to be. I thought Saquon was going to bust one yesterday. I like the way he was looking, and then Booker did bust one at thirty-one yard or whatever. You know, he actually had a nice chunk, couple of chunks. Yeah, he did thirty-one. Yep. Um, and then you know they fell behind. They were throwing a ball, and, you know, whatever. You know, so the look, look it's it's Galladay and Shep. I don't think they were even targeted. I think maybe twice in the first half. Evan Ingram. Couple of targets drop. His hand placement's wrong on a drop. He, one other time, he catches a ball and goes beyond the sticks. He had the first down and then comes back, gets dropped before the stick. I mean, this is Evan Ingram. Goodbye. That we know, right? Goodbye. We expect that. So he'll be moving on. Um, and um, uh, you know, offensive wise, you know, Colin Joe. I, I, look, I, I don't. It is what it is, Jerry. Yeah. The offense is just worse than ever. There's no improvement at all. And and Tony's not even there to provide a spark, right? That's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Like he's not even playing, right? It's one thing or another. At least if he was in, he'd say, oh, "Let me watch this kid. Let me see." Kind of like when when Odell was there, right? When they the you know they're not a good offense, but you you kind of tuned in to watch what Odell was going to do. That's where I am with this offense with Tony. Um, you brought yeah, up that's, that's a good point, Jared. I forgot about that. I guess if you want to watch for one thing, it'd be hilarious it. when he comes yeah, back. That'd be it. And he's yeah. got the oblique going on, so I don't. I'm not quite sure when he's going to be back, but that. That would be it, Jerry, right? That would be the like, That's okay, it. well, let me watch to see if Tony could do something magical. That's about it. Yeah, and now you're going to watch this week. Uh, you're going to watch for what Jake Fromm can do against Philly. Again, I'm not expecting a lot. I just want function. I just want a guy who can function, manage the game, not embarrass himself. Um, mm -hmm. But it's not like an exciting thing to watch Jake Fromm. It's just he's not Mike Glennon, so in my eyes, it's going to be more fun to watch and more pleasurable. <laughs> right, right. Um, but you brought him up before, dude. Sterling Shepard, you think uh, we saw the last of him in a uniform, bud? Jerry, I think we did. Yeah. Um, 
uh, you know, uh, his contract kind of works against them. He's been yeah. injured. And now, you know, what are we looking at with the Achilles? So it's it's December. Can he come back by camp? No, probably not. No. Can he come back by September, October? Maybe. I'm saying if he's, if he's still a giant. Yeah. Look, Lorenzo Carter came back pretty quick, much faster than I thought. So I guess it's possible in today today's age. Um, but, Jerry, you know, a talented guy, Shep. A really good dude, a good locker room guy, but just injuries and now this. This isn't a shoulder injury, Jerry. You know, this isn't a no. hamstring or a quad anymore. This is an eight to ten month injury, maybe a year. Yeah. Uh, you hope it's seven months, you know, stuff like that, depending on the player. Uh, just devastating. I got to be honest with you, dude. Um, a, a really talented guy that really look that's produced when he's been out there right that's yeah. produced when he's been out there but we all know the injuries issues with him and now this is a whole new ball game with Shep tearing the Achilles um so we wish him well man but that, yeah that just like sums up this organization this team right Jerry just oh, nothing man I mean nothing. just nothing just hit after hit self-inflicted hits don't get me wrong you know yeah. but they also also a lot of bad luck with injuries too dude you know just a <laughs> lot of bad you know you know, the Blake Martinez injury beginning of the year was huge. Jerry, oh, was man, defense. wasn't it? Oh, wow. I mean, and then, you know, and then, and then one of the fiery leaders, too, Peppers, he goes down, you know, um, captain. Offense hasn't had the receivers on the field the whole – and then you, you mix that with some very Gates. questionable coaching. And Gates being hurt, too. Uh, Gates up front, you know. Um, and then you mix that with very questionable coaching. Game management yesterday again. I just don't – Jerry, I could not believe – I guess it was around halftime. I'm trying to remember now where they're down by 16 points. <laughs> and there's like 20 something seconds left on the clock. And they let the clock, I guess it was the end of the third quarter. And they let the clock yeah. run down yeah. instead of getting another play in. Like they're up 16 it points. It made no sense. I, Jerry, yeah, I no. could not believe yeah. that. I'm like, why? I mean, you saw Aaron Rodgers last night at uh, a four o'clock game. You saw Rodgers getting another play in before the quarter, before the half or whatever quarter was to get another play in. They're down 16 or 15. 15 I guess yeah. it was 21 6, right, Jerry? They're yeah. down 15. And there's like 20 something. I put it yep. on Twitter like, yeah. how the hell do you not get another? Guys, we're not up 15. We're down. The sideline management, the game management is perplexing dude. treating it like it's the 86 championship and the winds are so bad going one way that you know what we're gonna wait this one out and and, and wait till the end of the quarter to but jerry to, that, to i mean that's what just, you do yeah. that's what you do when you're up 21 to 5 a right, 6 right and it's 21 seconds left the game the play clock is 30 something so you could run out the quarter and you go like this is your quarterback you wave more okay come on let's go come over here because you let the clock run down well why why you want to snap another play for you what you know what i mean they're doing this i could the clock's running down. I see Glennon by the hall. I see him looking over, and I see him walking out of the hall. I'm like, they're letting this clock. I'm no like, ur- what no are urgency. we doing? No urgency, dude. No urgency. I could not believe. I'm like, I'm getting, Jerry, my cell phone blew up after that, like, from people. Yeah. That, uh, that They're like, can you believe this? You know, yeah. like, what? I, I just, this, the game management by Joe Judge, wow. Chris, he it's has like, hurt himself. So badly this year, and in particular the last few weeks, I don't think I don't know if there's any coming back for him from in the minds of Giant fans. Dude, you had guys who were willing to give him another year. 
Oh, absolutely. They are, they are like, it's, it's above 90% now that won him out. And I'm, I'm, I'm part of it. I'm not as, I'm, I shouldn't say I'm, I'm as adamant as many, but I'd rather the GM come in and make and, and hire who they want. The new GM comes in. Joe is not a stipulation. He does not have to stay. The new GM comes in and does whatever, whatever the hell he wants. He has destroyed whatever goodwill he had. And again, man, last year we talked about it. The team was not talented. He hung in there. Yeah, six and ten. Okay, forget the playoff thing. It was, but they were there. They were still had a shot. Okay, they had a shot of making the playoffs. But it was a six and ten team, and we expected it. We expected that next step this year. They did not take it. They're worse now. The organization's in worse shape now, and he is a worse coach than he was, I think, than when he even started with this franchise in two years. Jerry, I agree with you, bro. I agree with you, man. I mean. You know, it's he's made it now to the point where if John Mara tells his new whoever they interview for this general manager job, right? Yeah. And he insists that you have to keep Judge, and he loses a guy here and there. The fan base is gonna be like, who are already down on Mara, who already want Mara to sell his team, right? right. They already it's discussed across the board, right? They're gonna be like, we're we're losing, you know, Jerry Foley because. He's insisting on this guy? And you say, if you think I'm bullshitting, Jerry, if anybody thinks you're bullshitting, just read Twitter. Everybody's saying it. People are saying it on, on sports radio, like on sports talk shows. Like, wait a minute. You love this guy? This is the guy you think you have to keep? Right. And now, look, Jerry, if, if they go after a guy and he says, you know what? I kind of like what Judge brings. I want to give him another year. We're going to have a draft together. And... I'll, I'll be all right with it, Jerry. I'm not. I don't have the stance right now of, hey, listen, judges has to go, but, and I've made this known clearly the last few weeks on Twitter, Jerry. We all know the story. Yeah. But if a, if they want a guy to run this organization that says, John, I'll run this organization for you. I'm very interested, but I, I'm sorry, but I need my own guy. I can't do this with Joe. There is no way you say, well, sorry, go ahead, and move on. Well, because we're adamant about this coach. No way. I'm no sorry. Way. He hasn't earned that right right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. He has not earned that right. If you would have talked to me a year ago, I'd say, oh, yeah, absolutely. You got to keep this guy. Now it's like, well, what does he earn that right that you have to miss on a couple of guys you might want because they don't want they want their own guy, right? Right. That's it's, where we're at. And yeah. you, and now people are saying it all over now. Like, you can't just lose a guy. Now you hear people saying it all over now, you know? And, right. Uh, because that's where they're at. Because Judge has made, he has done so, like you said, Jerry, if they were competitive still and you say, you know, all right, by the way, Jerry, another double-digit loss. That's seven now. Good point. That's seven out of ten. Yeah. Seven. In this league, that's alarming, dude. Dan Campbell doesn't have that. That's that's amazing. It's an amazing stat. So, what I'm saying is that, hey, you know, what he's done and what, where this organization has gone, he hasn't earned that right. I'm sorry. So if a guy comes in here, you know, Joe Schmo from the street, who's a hot, you know, assistant or whatever, a head of scouting, and, and, and John Marrow wants him and his committee, whoever the hell he's going to do the search, says, yeah, this is our guy. And he says, you know, yeah, but, you know, I want Jerry Foley. I don't want Judge. You know, I, I want my own guy. And if you say, well, too bad, I love him, dude. I mean, that can't happen. I'm sorry. He has not earned that right. Yeah, you, you can't die on that hill, John. That's not the hill to die on. You cannot die on a hill for a coach that is what? 
10 and 20 right now. But beyond the 10 and 20, everyone keeps saying 10 and 20. It's the in-game decisions that have led to that. It's the man the, the game management. Like, I know you are what your record says you are, but when you watch the Giants, they're worse than that. They, they, this team is worse. The coaching decisions have been worse. The clock management, the inability to get plays in, you know, the penalties, the discipline, all of it. I even say they're worse than this record over the last two years. So if John Mara wants to wants to be the guy that says, ah, we got to keep Joe. So my dream candidate, whoever it is, yeah, I'm sorry, you're out. Then you then you deserve five to ten more years of this, John. And, and you'll probably shame. get that. And you'll probably get that, you know. And like I said, Jerry, if this was competitive football, where where you look at the team, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to think of somebody. Look, even Dan Campbell, he's got no really talent on that roster. No, that's a good. That's a good comparison. They, they they're competitive mostly every week, yeah. right, Jerry? Yep. Yesterday. Yeah, I know. Yesterday they go out and whip, whip a ten and three football team. Yes. Did you, have you seen that for the Giants this year, Jerry? No. Has the Giants went and whipped? Or upset a freaking team, and you say, "Wow, man, that's a hell of a job." You know, uh, look, look, you know, uh, no, no, Chris, we we beat the Eagles because the Eagles literally blew it, and we 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 can't we can't stop patting ourselves on the back on the, over that win, right after that after that win. So, no, we have not seen that. No, thank you. So, um. You know, if they were look, and if these were you know some tough losses at the end, and and you say, all right, well, listen, look, Joe, you know, Josh says they don't have the talent, but these guys are these guys are playing to the end. You know, the, the coaches, it is a competitive game. You're not seeing that, dude. No. These aren't even competitive games. No, they're not. No, you know, the game's gonna, over. The game's over immediately. Yeah, you're not going to go into Philly next week and get smoked. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, uh, they're not even competitive games, Jerry. Yeah, that's a bad look, bro. Yep. And I, and look, like I said. Jerry, if an, if if they zero in on a guy and, and it's you know and they and they want they settle on a general manager, and he says you know uh, no you know what, I like Judge. I think I'm gonna give him a year. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. I would not have a problem with that. I'm not like oh get this guy out of the door now. I'm not. Am I down on a lot of things he's doing? Yeah, but if a general manager comes in you know and says no I'll work with Joe. I have no problem with this. I like See? what he's. So you're, you're, you're okay leaving it to that GM, whatever his decision I'm okay is. with leaving it to the GM. And you know my stance. Whether they they hire to run this team, and if he says, no, I can't do it, but I want my own guy, then that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Jerry, you know, so, uh, you know, this Dallas game yesterday, it's like, you know, this team was ripe to be beat yesterday. I'm sorry. They were. They were totally ripe to be you beat. You know, the yep. Dak does not, you know, Dak, a lot of short stuff yesterday. Nothing down the field. He tried one down the field. Bradbury almost almost picked it off. Yep. You know, uh, a lot of dink dunk, dink dunk. They got that. Obviously, Zeke is not healthy. He, you know, Zeke is trying, but he's right. playing through an injury. Pollard, you know, does some good things for him. But you know, that's a game where hey, you know, if you don't turn the ball over four times, you could do some things in offense. You might still, you might pull that Dan Campbell game and upset. You know, and win a game you have no right winning against a yeah. team that's ten. What was the Cowboys ten? Nine four, and four. Yes. Oh, nine four. Nine and four going into the game, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but you don't see that. Like you look at these giant games, and it's like they have no chance of pulling off of that. And you look at the lines, and you look at. I'm trying to think of maybe even uh, look even the Bears last week. That first half against the Packers, right. they were in position. Like oh, okay, well, and then the cream rose to the top, and Rogers and all that. But they were right there. And not, not that Miami's yeah. a not not that Miami's a, a really good team, but the Jets yesterday, right. You know, 
Right. I mean, I mean, the Jets come out there up seventeen seven. Right. And they're tied at twenty four in the second half. Right. And Miami goes down the field. I know they they ran the ball and all yeah. that, and they wind up winning. But the like your point is okay. Well, here we are. The Jets are a, a three win team against a red hot team. But here they off. You know, right there you could. Do you sense that with the Giants? No, week no. Week, it's like, okay, we have no chance here, you know? And I think the Jets have less talent than the Giants do. I think the Jets are, are the Jets are bad. The Jets are very bad talent-wise. I mean, Zach Wilson's better than Glennon. But, you know, I, like you said, dude, th- there are teams that can that can pull this off. I had a question for you. You brought him up before, Lorenzo Carter. What is the trick with him? Just uh, Do you have to hypnotize him and, and pretend he's playing Dallas every week? Because that's, uh, that's his good game. That would probably help. Yeah. I mean, maybe. is that all we have to do? Because it was like, by the way, you put out the stat, and I'm like, oh, God, you can't be off the team fast enough, Lorenzo. You put the yeah. stat out, you know, zero sacks and all this. Yeah. And then yeah. yesterday it was like, where the hell did this come from? Well, he read the stat. Yes, he did. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, some guys are like that, right? They they see, they play a jersey, and they just unbelievable against that team. And Lorenzo's oh. had two good games against them, but that doesn't excuse the other. No, it doesn't. 12. No. That he hasn't showed up, basically. So he'll be moving on. You know? But when he chased Dak down, it was like, oh, look at this. But, Jerry, you know, not for nothing, dude. And that was a good play by Carter. Don't get me wrong. But is Dak kidding me? He did not feel Lorenzo Carter yet? I'd never. I, it's, dude, Dak is average. He had a great start to this year. But I just think he's – I'm I, sorry. He, I, I think I he's mean, slightly above game manager. Let's see. He slides out of the pocket after Carter flushes him out. Like, he does yeah. not feel that back-end pressure. Like, here How comes. not? He just sets up and he's like ready to throw it down the field. Like he has no idea this guy comes. Like right. that, for me, Jerry, that was alarming. If you're a Dallas fan, yeah. like wow, that didn't like, feel like it. It's alarming you know? that they, you know, you had four turn turnovers and you put up 21 points. If I'm the Dallas fan, I am extremely alarmed with our offense, dude. I mean, you, we gave it to you four times and you put up 21. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm glad as a Giants fan, it, it looks like Dallas is. Dallas is a little overinflated. I also think Mike McCarthy's not a good coach, um, but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, you know, pounding my chest over this one if I was them. No, no, but that's their, that's their issues. At least they're going to be there, yeah. you know, Jerry. Um, you know, but uh, look, the, Dallas is not going to be playing the Giants in January. You know what I mean? No, they're not. The NFC stacked. Right. The NFC is going to be a very competitive playoff competition, Jerry. Yes. Um. So if they, if Dak could, like we we talked about this in the preview, like if Dak, he's not really playing well. No. He's not really playing well, and for Dallas fans, you know, for Dallas, you know, if you think you're going to go far with this, right? You're not. You're not. But that's their issue. At least they're there. Yep. At least they got something to build on. The defense is, you know, has turned it around a bit. They're playing some day and and all that. But that's their issue. But as far as the Giants go. Uh, hey, look, I thought Patrick Graham – look, Jerry, Patrick Graham had Jaron Williams back there. You yeah. know, um, they were pl- mi- mixing and matching, like, basically what we said um, as far as they're going to mix and match. You're going to Logan in the slot sometimes. You're going to see McKinney. You're going to – that's what they did. Julian. Right. I thought Julian played well again yesterday. Yeah, I thought Julian played did. well. Um, Julian, you know, in the slot at times and, and all that stuff, Jerry. Um and I thought they did a hell of a job. Uh, Mari Cooper was no factor. None. Nope. A CD had a couple of catches, some drops. Yeah, you know, three looked. drops, man. My God. Yeah. Um, so, Dak uh, did make some nice throws. As Schultz, he got, excuse me, he did some things. But I, for overall, I thought they gave Dak different looks. They got some pressure on him, you know. 
Um, it's 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 a much different defense, and you, you got an edge guy getting some pressure, and that's what Lorenzo was doing yesterday. You know, yeah. Aziz Aziz Rich, was Rich doing a. some things. Yep. Roche, right, was doing some things. Um, so when you get that pressure, Jerry, that makes up for some of your deficiencies or your injuries in the back end. Yeah. Right. right? So we kind of envision like, well, okay, well, Dak's gonna go off. This offense is gonna go crazy because the Giants have shown nothing all year to to create that pressure up front. Right. Well, yesterday they did in a time they really needed the most. They did. Yeah. And you know what, Jerry? I got to give a shout out to my guy, you know, who I who, personally, who I really like, Jerry, um, uh, Lennon Williams. Um, Leo's a really good dude. I actually like, like Leo a lot personally. But you know what, Jerry? Leo could very easily sat out yesterday. Yeah, battled through, man. And he had the triceps going on. Yep. He looked at him in practice during the week. He, he was He was going. Uh, he told everybody, I'm going to try to give it a go. Um, and he did. Yeah. He Saturday, he comes out in a walkthrough. They go through, what they do is the guys that are questionable, they'll go through some things on the field to see if he could go. Leo tells the staff, I'm good to go. Yeah. And he, get, you know what? They're 4-9 going into the game. Leo could have easily said, no, I need it a week. You know, yeah. right, Jerry? You know, his agent's telling him, yo, Leo, sit down. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And Leo's like, no, I'm playing. Yeah. Um, I'm out there. Obviously, he takes great pride in never missing a game. He didn't want to miss a game. He's never missed a game in his career. Yeah. Right? So he takes great pride in that. And he said, you know, listen, yeah, people were telling me, yeah, why, you know, this is a losing team. Why why wait another week? But he goes, I don't believe in that. Good for him. I believe in coming out with my teammates. Yeah. We're a tight group up front here. Our defensive linemen, our defensive tight group. I'm not leaving these guys out. If I can play, I'm going to play. So, you know what, Jerry? Some other guys might have been like, ah, I need another week. You know? Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but not Leo. Yeah. You, he's going to get paid his $20 million or whatever the hell game check he makes, a million something to game check, whatever the hell he makes. If he sits out, you know, he's going to get his check. Yeah. But he's like, you know, no, I get paid to play. And I remember Shep telling me that years ago, dude. When he, What was it, a couple years ago, Jerry, when he was coming off the concussion or something? Yeah, was against, he got it against the Vikings. In and Odell was still on the team. And I was in a locker room. And, and trust me, there was guys saying, yo, Shep. Oh, that was, that was 18. Yeah. 18, I guess. Sit yeah. out the rest of the year. Yeah. When he, remember he had that two concussions, I think, one year, Jerry? Well, that was last year when he had the – I think it was the Vikings and he tried to come back. I'm sorry, two years ago, two years ago. But I think Odell was Odell was gone then. Um, it oh, was, so it was when Odell was still there. Okay. Because uh, I remember specifically. I remember Odell saying – you know, I remember they were basically telling him, yeah. you know, sit out the last few games. And, and yeah. Shepard's like, no, I get paid, I play. Yeah. If I'm good, I play. Yep. You know, uh, um, so Leo's like that type of mentality. So, it's a look, it's a credit to him. That he, you know, he went out there and busted his butt. Yeah. For a team that's obviously going nowhere, he could have easily sat out. But no, he's that type of guy, and uh, I think, you know, I think that's a credit to Leo Williams that he he just didn't fold the chair for the week. Jerry's, oh, I'll see you in Philly. You know, yeah, right, <laughs> you know? right, right. So, um, what you saw yesterday, Jalen Smith, the Giants have anything there as far mm-hmm. as a future, like, or is this just? Finish out the season, Jalen. Because I mean, running sideline to sideline, Chris. <laughs> well, that he does. They look fast. <laughs> like, look, you know, Jalen was motivated. He knows he's got one foot out the door in this league. It went from like a Pro Bowl player to one yeah. foot out the door. Right. Uh, he, look, you saw some things. That's what he does. He goes sideline to sideline. His problem, his issues have been the last few years: getting off blocks, taking the wrong reads on gaps. That's been his issue, Jalen. Hmm. Um, but. We're not really stacked linebacker wise, right? I mean, what so difference does it make? So you're going to see Jalen the last four. Uh, what do we left, Jerry? Last three games. Three games, yeah. You're going to see Jalen. He's going to audition. Yeah. 
do I want to see him next camp? You bet your ass I do, brother. Right. And not because he's a Notre Dame guy, because you know what? We're not stacked linebacker-wise, you right. know? Right. So get his butt out there, play, and he'll get more. Look, Jerry, he just basically came off the bus and stepped on the field. Yeah. You know, so get his butt. He'll play more reps next week. Yeah. He'll be, you know, going in and out with McKinney and, uh, and um, who am I missing, Jerry? Um, well, uh, besides Crowder, McKinney and um, – but, but, well, Benardrick McKinney. Um, Who's the guy? 49. I'm, oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank. I'm getting old. Anyway. 49? Is, what's McKinney? What number is McKinney 49? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. McKinney's 49. Uh, Reggie Raglan. That's the only oh, thing. Oh, Raglan. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll be getting some reps from those guys. You know, I'm yeah. sorry, John. I'm getting old. I can't remember. No, that's okay. When you, said, you, when you said McKinney, I was like, no, he's 49. I gave, yeah. I gave the wrong number. Yeah, 55. Raglan. He'll, so he'll be getting some reps. You know, yeah. he'll be getting some of those guys' reps. Play him, Jerry. Why Play not? Him. Why not? Come on. You know, get Jalen in there. He'll give you some energy. He'll fly around. <laughs> you know? I saw him run solid to solid. I'm like, oh, okay, can we just keep this guy? Just to, like, We're going to keep him three games, right? Let's just see what he can do. Yeah, because and then he's see so what happens much, next year. I mean, he's just so much faster than Raglan McKinney. Oh, right? my Jerry, God. He's just so Raglan. much faster. So. Oh, Raglan. So, I mean, yeah. Raglan's like one more one more hero or sub from uh, not being in this league. He's just – he's too big. I mean, you see, you see – I saw it yesterday. He went for a tackle, fell down. I'm like, oh, my God. It looks like kind of like a – like a dad trying to play with his kids right now. Sorry. Um, anyway, I digress. Yeah, I, this it's just so bad. Um, so that was it, man. Uh, so let's from game a little life, you know, bring him down the field, and they stopped him in the red. And, and I'm sure we'll see Jake Sunday. Um, I hope try so. to give him, a, you know, try to go in the Philly and you know and see what happens. You know, try, try to, to go in the Philly, and not embarrass ourselves. Try to play a competitive game. It'd be nice, you know, if you got a little bit. Of, uh, uh, it'd be nice if you could just surprise the fan base one time, Jerry. Well, you're gonna see Philly what Tuesday night. They got a short week. You're gonna see a lot from them if if they lose Tuesday night. They're not uh, mathematically eliminated, but their season's probably over if they lose to Washington. And then you're gonna see, um, you know, five game five days in between. Yeah, what a, we'll see what happens. But if they win Tuesday, um, I just expect a very, very, very motivated Eagles team, and hopefully, it's what, just a fight for playoff spot, dude. Yeah, I know. But if they but if they lose Tuesday, yeah, then they're in trouble. They lose to Washington. Oh well, I'll just talk about as far as giant wide. You know, they're, Jerry, they're going to be motivated no matter what, dude. Um, even if they lose, they're still going to want to kick the Giants because the Giants just beat them too at home. You know. Yeah. Um, so I'm. Look, these division games, you're always going to get, you know, there, there's going to be some, you know, stuff going on, man. But uh, as far as competition, you know, these guys are going to come in ready to play. And you know, the Eagles, I, I don't know. We'll see what the Eagles do. I don't know if Jalen Hurts, but we'll worry about them at the end of the week. The Giants got to worry about how bad they are offensively and all that we'll stuff. We'll get into that. So, um, so look, they lost twice to Dallas again. I know they beat them once last year with Dalton at the end of the year. Um, but the Giants are one and three, I think, in the division now. Um, so, not good, Jerry. Uh, no, it's not. Eagles and Washington, two of the last three games. Yeah. Uh, before you play the draft, pick, the draft pick game against. The <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, I think everybody's at the point where they just can't wait for the season to be over now. Dude. Can't wait. Can't and see wait. what happens as far as general manager wise. Um, you know, and how this plays out, dude. You're gonna have two high draft picks, and people will be anxious to waiting April, <laughs> right, Jerry? They'll be anxious to waiting April. I mean, this is—it's so sad. This is where you're at every year. This time, yeah. Okay, well, let's. What are we looking at the draft wise, right, and, and all that stuff? So. Yeah, and I think uh, like I'm gonna be interested in games. I think the Jets play Houston, I believe. Um, Jets play Jacksonville coming up. Jacksonville, that's who it is. is that what yeah, you're thinking so, about? yeah, Jets play Jacksonville. Yeah, so, yeah, like one of those teams will fall back. Like I, you know, right now. 
what are we, six and seven picking? I, I just, think six and seven, yeah. Yeah, you just want to get in the top five, you know, just closer and closer at this point. That's all, Unfortunately, that's where it is, and it's so sad. It's so sad, and this yeah. is what it is every year. What, five straight years of ten losses, right? Oh, I mean, that's just incredible, Jerry. That right? That's right. No, you're right, dude. Fifth straight year, double-digit losses. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, you're right, bro. Whew. Unfortunately, you're right, Jerry. You know? Wow. You so. say it out loud, and then you think about it. Wow, that's right. Yeah. And that's why, you know, Jerry, and that's why John Mara, man, I mean, if he wants to, if he just wants to blow it up, and, uh, dude, nobody's going to care you went through three coaches in six years. Nobody's no going to care. Cares. No one's going to care. John, nobody yeah. cares, you know? You're like Sonny. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> she got a shirt um, made. Nobody cares, John. <laughs> uh, anything else, bud? No, that's it, man. So, uh. We'll, we'll do the pod for the Eagle game at yeah. the end of the week. Yeah. Uh, and Christmas we'll stick, Eve, I guess. Look, we'll, uh, we'll, stick, we'll stick with it, folks. And we'll keep coming at you. And we'll keep talking yeah. you know, to the end of the year. And, thanks, and thank you, everybody, who continues to listen to the podcast and the tweets. And a lot of people are like, uh, you know, hey, thanks, you know, thanks a lot for, you know. Because people need to vent, dude. Yeah, totally. Totally. People we need to vent. And yep. maybe we'll, you know what, Jerry? Maybe we'll do uh well, you know what? This is crazy. Maybe next week we'll do a little call-in show after the Eagles beat them. Um, and then yeah. we'll we'll get you know what? Maybe maybe we'll do a little call-in show, Jerry. Absolutely. I mean after Christmas, before yep. New Year's. Um yep. maybe after the Eagle game, we'll do the you know, Eagle wrap up slash call in. Yeah. And see what people are thinking, which I'm sure is gonna be real positive. Um so <laughs> and we'll 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 do that for before the new year or and uh, maybe we'll do it at the end of the year. See what people feel, things yeah. should, how things should be done. So, yeah, we'll do a we'll do a preview before that, and hopefully you guys don't throw up your eggnog on uh, on New York Christmas Eve. So, but that's a good idea to do a a post Eagle game call in show. That'll be uh, should be colorful. Should be All a lot right, of positivity. Yeah, <laughs> positivity is right. Oh, good lord! All right, buddy. Nice job as always. All right, guys, to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, which we print this Sunday, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. And for a digital subscription, go to magster.com. And to echo Chris's sentiment, thanks for continuing to stay with us, guys, because it's tough right now. But, again, it will turn around one day. Sundays are giant days, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.